the resurrection power. What did I say? The resurrection power. That passage says, He that raised up Christ from the dead shall do, shall do what? Shall quicken. Shall quicken your mortal bodies. There's mortality, there's immortality. It says, He that raised up Jesus from the dead shall quicken you. What does it mean to quicken there? It means to give life unto. To give life unto. To endure with new and greater power of life. Very important. To restore life. Those are all definitions of the word quicken. And the quickening is by the enablement of the work of who? The Holy Spirit. The Spirit that raised up Jesus from the dead. So we said this morning we are discussing the resurrection power. Um, I mean, that's also the, 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 the theme of our vigil that's coming up on Friday, the resurrection power. Now, a few things we need to take note of before we begin to pray. Number one, this power is the Holy Spirit. The power is who? The Holy Spirit. Because the Bible calls the Holy Spirit the power of the highest. In the book of Luke chapter 1 verse 35, Luke 1 35, the Bible says, The angel answered and said unto her, Luke 1 35, The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee. The power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore the Holy One which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. Luke 1 35, this power, this personality, descended on Jesus when he was baptized at the river Jordan. These are things that we know. Matthew chapter 3, verse 16 to 17. Matthew 3, 16 to 17. The Bible says Jesus, when he was baptized, he went up straightway out of the water. And the heavens were open. Your heavens will be open today in Jesus' name. The heavens will be opened unto you today in Jesus' name. Amen. The heavens were opened unto him. And he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and lighting upon him. And a voice from heaven saying, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. God will be pleased with you. Amen. I say, God will be pleased with you. Amen. Some people don't want God to be pleased with them. I say, God will be pleased with you. Amen. Of course, if you are doing the things that God will not, God is not happy about, He cannot be pleased with you. Is that not so? But I pray you will do the things that make God happy in Jesus' name. Amen. The heavens were opened unto Jesus when he, was, when, when he was baptized. And God confirmed the assignment He had unto him, for Him. Last week we were talking about the fulfillment of destiny. Your destiny will be fulfilled. Amen. From the beginning of the ministry of Jesus, He had a word of confirmation. From the throne of grace. This is my beloved son. In whom I am well pleased. In Mark chapter 1. Mark chapter 1. Mark chapter 1. Mark chapter 1. Verses 7 and 8. Mark chapter 1 verses 7 and 8. We see John the Baptist was speaking here. He preached fame. There cometh one mightier than I. After me, the largest of whose shoes... I am not worthy to stoop down and unloose. 
I indeed baptize you with water, but he shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost. When you look at that same passage, I mean, uh, in Matthew chapter 3, verse 11, it says, it shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and what? And with fire. So he will not just baptize you with the Holy Ghost. He will baptize you with fire. And when Jesus was going, before he left the world, after he had fulfilled destiny, after he had completed his ministry, in John chapter 14, verses 16 to 17, he said, I will pray the Father. He shall give you another comforter that he may abide with you. For how long? Forever. And then he, he, he gave us an, an insight. He said, even the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him. Say, but you know him. For he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. Do you know him? Do you know that spirit of truth? Do you know the power of the Most High? Do you know the resurrection power? Do you know the Holy Spirit? In John chapter 14, verse 26, we see Jesus telling the, the disciples and those that were with him, he said, but the comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall do what? He will teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance, whatsoever I have said unto you. So you cannot live a successful and glorious Christian life without the Holy Spirit. In any case, you cannot even give your life to Christ without the Holy Spirit. Is that not so? So when we are talking about the resurrection power, we are talking about the culmination of the work that the Holy Spirit did from the time that Jesus was born, all through his growth, all through his ministry. And of course, the 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 zenith that we all know is that Jesus was raised from the dead on the third day. And we know something else. We talk of the rapture. We say there is, there shall come a point in time if, if Christ tarries, if we, are, if we are still alive then, that what will happen? The Bible says the trumpet shall sound. The dead in Christ will rise first. Those of us who are alive will do what? Will be cut off. Whose work is that? The Holy Spirit. That's the last assignment of the Holy Spirit in this dispensation. That's why when you have the opportunity, you must ensure that your life is aligned with the Spirit of God. You must ensure that you are counted worthy as a child of God. That is why Jesus came. That's why Jesus died. After the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ, he told the disciples of the imminent appearance of a divine helper. The appearance of what? A divine helper. That's what he is. That's what the Holy Spirit is. In Acts chapter 1 verse 8, he said, you shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you. In other words, before the Holy Ghost comes upon you, you are powerless. Is somebody with me this morning? But after the Holy Ghost comes upon you, you are what? You are what? You are powerful. Are we afraid to say it? Sorry, don't say, ah, I don't think I'm powerful. See, the problem, the, many of us, we are powerful, but we don't know it. 
As long as you don't know that you are powerful, the devil will continue to push you around. Until the day you stand to him. You know, these people they call bullies. So long as you believe that this bully will bully you, the bully will do what? Will bully you. <laughs> but the day you stand up to the bully, say, oh, <laughs> I think somebody has given this guy or this lady something. The bully becomes afraid of you. The devil is a bully. True or false? He's a bully. Don't allow him to bully you. The Bible says you shall receive power, but only afterward the Holy Ghost is come upon you. It's the Holy Ghost that gives you the power. And then it makes you a witness. It makes you a testimony. You can stand and say, whatever I am, God has made me. Whatever I have, God has given me. This is my story. This is my song. Doing what? Praising my Savior all the day long. You will have a new song in Jesus' name. Yeah. On the day of Pentecost, he came just as Jesus promised. In Acts chapter 2, from verses 1 to 4. On the day of Pentecost, the Bible says, When that day was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly, testimony suddenly, suddenly, there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues. What's the meaning of cloven tongues? Does anybody know what's the meaning of cloven tongues? Cloven tongues, like as of fire. It looked like fire. But cloven tongues simply means divided, broken into pieces. Cloven, yeah, divided. So that it settled upon every one of them. And that tongue, that cloven tongue, that fire of God is still settling upon individuals. If you are here today and you are not baptized in the Holy Spirit, make sure you don't go before you receive your baptism. The Lord will touch you in Jesus' name. So this Holy Spirit that we are talking about, Okay, that passage says, it said upon each of them, they were filled with the Holy Ghost and they began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. The Holy Spirit will give somebody here utterance today. Yeah. I say he will give someone utterance today. Yeah. And you will not remain the same in Jesus' name. Yeah. The Holy Spirit does impossible things. He does what? After the message had gone to Mary, that the Holy Ghost will come upon you. The power of your eyes will overshadow you. You are going to give back to a child. He will be called the son of God. The angel now went and told. Or rather, six months before then, the angel had met Elizabeth. And in that same Luke chapter 1 verse 36, the angel now told Mary that, look, your cousin Elizabeth, she has also conceived a son in her old age. A son in her world. The time at which they say it's not possible to have a child again. Our God specializes in doing impossible things. Show him that impossible thing. Give him that impossible thing. Give him that difficult situation. And let's see what God cannot do. He desires to prove himself. The power, and the resurrection power. The resurrection power. And you look at verse 37 there. See, summarize it all. Say, for with God, nothing shall be 
impossible. He does impossible things. When we started, we said to quicken means to give life. To give life. To impart life. To empower. To empower. And so, this, the, the resurrection power that we're talking about, the Holy Spirit we're talking about, what does he do? He brings life in the place of death. That's why there is something we call Easter. That's why we can stand today and say, Jesus rose from the dead on the third day. Because he brings life in the place of death. He didn't wait until he died and rose on the third day. So I said, ah, don't you know what Jesus did? No. He gave us some samples. Is that not so? And do you know he has not stopped? He has not stopped. He still raises people from the dead. Dead, actual dead people. He still raises them. And until Christ comes, he will continue to raise them. Amen. He still turns dead lives around. He still turns dead situations around. <laughs> They've given up on you. They are waiting for you to give to, to what's the word? To, exactly. I think that's the right word, Daddy. They've given up and they're waiting for you to give up. But he's in need. And because it's in need, you can't give up. Remember that it's not over. And when God says it's not over, the Bible says, who has spoken? And it has come to pass. Except who? Except the Lord of hosts. And who is the Lord of hosts? When the Bible calls him the Lord of hosts, he's a man of war. He's a God that fights. There is no battle that God runs away from. The more difficult it is, the more beautiful the outcome. Do you realize that? How beautiful was it when they brought Daniel out of the lion's den? Throwing him into the lion's den was beautiful. Fine. Lions eat him. And before they threw him there, they were made very hungry. For the period of their vigil and fellowship, while he was with them, they became what? Hungry are. I hope that is correct English. <laughs> so that when Daniel came out of that fellowship, and they now said, like, like the Jew said, he said, the king said, something has happened to my lion. Come, go and find out what happened to them. Before that man got to the, uh, to the bottom, what happened? They were having some, they were hearing some bones cracking. Crack, crack, crack. This one was not speaking in tongues. The bones were being crushed. Our God does impossible things. Brethren, don't leave this place today without remembering that God does what? Impossible means nothing else but what? Imp There's no other way to, to, to define impossible but what? Impossible. You've almost given up. I don't want to say you've given up. You've almost given up. They've told you no. Everything is set. In fact, the letter is in your front. <laughs> Take that letter and give it to God. Say, when you give it to him, say, Lord, you are the one that does what? Impossible things. This letter is the definition of impossibility in my life now. Now, turn it around. And what will he do? He will, there was a king in Israel, 
by name Hezekiah. The king of Babylon wrote a letter to him and they brought it to Hezekiah and the man was wise enough not to make noise. What did he do? He took the letter to the temple. He went and knelt down on the altar and he put the letter. He said, Lord, open your eyes and do what? And see. Open your ears and do what? And hear. Look at what this man is saying about you before you even talk of what he's saying about me. Because you know what the Bible says? The Bible says, he that touches you. Touches who? So if anybody touches me, the person is touching the apple of God's eye. So whatever anybody says about me, who is he talking about? Are you with me this morning? He put the letter before God. And God answered. God will answer you. I said, God will answer you. He does impossible things. He brings life in the place of death. Lazarus was dead. He had been buried for how many days? Four days. By the time Jesus got there, John chapter 11, verses 41 to 44, they took away the stone. All he had to say was, Lazarus, Every Lazarus in your life will come for today in Jesus' name. That situation that is dead and buried will come for today in Jesus' name. That womb that they have declared dead will come alive today in Jesus' name. Those eyes that are saying cannot see will begin to see brighter today in the name of Jesus. That termination letter they gave you on Friday they will call you tomorrow and apologize to you in Jesus' name. Amen. That is our goal. In Luke chapter 7, verse 17, I mean 11 to 15, that one, the woman was a widow. The widow of Nain. She was a widow, meaning what? Her husband was dead. Then she had only one son. And what happened to the son? He died. And she was going to bury the son. That woman did not know anyone called Jesus. But Jesus knew her. Amen. So you have an advantage. Test one, you have an advantage. Because you know Jesus. Is that not so? Yes. She didn't know Jesus. She had given up. She was not going to bury her son and say, well, whatever is left, I don't know. But Jesus met her. You are in the house of the Lord today. You've come to meet with him. And he's here to meet with you. Divine turn around in Jesus' name. Amen. I said divine turn around in Jesus' name. Amen. The Bible says in verse 11, Jesus came and touched the bear. And those that bear him stood still. And he said, young man, I say unto thee, arise. Amen. Very simple. The Lord is saying unto someone here today, you will shine. Because he's saying, as in Isaiah chapter 60, verse 1, arise, shine. You will shine in Jesus' name. It's time for you to go to your next level. What people are seeing of you now, God has a greater plan. And you know, like he told the children of Israel, he said, you have walked around this mountain long enough. That's the key word there, enough. Tell somebody enough. enough. It's time to move forward. Amen. You move forward and you move higher in Jesus' name. Amen.
don't have much time. Because there, there are three things that the Lord asked me to do today, and I have to do them. And I know the children want to do a few things. But I want you to know that he still heals the sick. He still does what? He still heals the sick. He never stops. He never stops. Acts chapter 10 verse 38. The Bible says, How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good, healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. Brethren, he still does good. He has never stopped. He's not about to stop. He still heals the sick. In Matthew chapter 4, verse 23 to 24, the Bible tells us that he went about all Galilee, teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom, healing all manner of sickness and all manner of disease among the people. And his fame went throughout all Syria. And they brought unto me all sick people that were taken with diverse diseases and torment. And those which are possessed with devil, and those which were lunatic, and those that had the palsy. And what did he do? He healed them. He healed them. But not it, it, it wasn't just him that healed the sick. Even his disciples too. They healed the sick. And they healed the sick not just when he was with them, even after he had left. In Acts chapter 3, Acts chapter 3. Verse 3 to 8, we saw the story of that man at the beautiful gate. The man that was asking for arms, he saw Peter and John going into the temple. And he looked on them and said, give me arms. I need some coins. I need to eat. And Peter said, look at me. Look at me. He said, silver and gold. But what I have, I give unto you. He said, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And I have a word for someone here today. Whatever sickness followed you here today, you will not go back with it in Jesus' name. Amen. Whatever is making men to pity you, you will lose it today in Jesus' name. Amen. Every shackles that bind, they are being broken today in the name of Jesus. Amen. It's all in the name of Jesus. Peter said, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, do what? Rise up and walk. <laughs> and what did Peter do? He took him by the hand. I'm going to help someone today. I will take you by the hand. Amen. How am I going to take you by the hand? We are going to pray for the sick. The Lord clearly spoke to me. Let the Lord do what he wants to do. That's why I said that there, there, we don't have time. There are three things I need to do. And I will go to the first one. It's very simple. We are talking about the resurrection power. You need Jesus. That this power may be manifested in your life and in your totality. So if you are in a house today, you are not born again. This is your opportunity. This is your time to say, I'm giving my life to Jesus. Let's all bow down our heads. Let's all bow down our heads. You are watching online. You are not born again. It's a time to, to, to invite him into your life. If you are in house and up again, please raise up your hand. We are going to pray together. We are going to pray together. You want to invite Jesus into your life. God bless you. You are raising up that hand to the living God. 
that the resurrection power of the most I may touch you. Keep your hand up. Keep your hand up. Keep your hand up. God bless you. God bless you. You are in here now. You are raising up that hand. The Lord sees those hands. The Lord sees those hands. And he's going to touch them in the name of Jesus. And if you are watching online, you want to give your life to Christ. And my brethren who are in here, just say with me. Say, Lord Jesus. Say, Lord Jesus. As if you mean it. Say, Lord Jesus. I thank you for dying for my sins on the cross of Calvary. I come before you right now and I say, come into my life. Come in today. Come in to say, Satan, say, Satan, I declare I have no relationship with you again. From this day onwards, I am for Jesus. I am no longer for you, Satan. Say, Father, write my name in the book of life. I decree I will not fall. I will not fail. I will be a testimony from this day onwards. In Jesus' name. Amen. That's the first thing the Lord asked me to do. And for as long as you have made that pronouncement, you have invited him into your life. It's a new life. The second thing the Lord wants you to do today, you see, on the day of Pentecost, the Holy Spirit came upon them. They were baptized in the Holy Ghost. You may be in the house today, this one you cannot do Nicodemusly. You may be in the house today, and you see people, they say they are speaking in tongues. There are different types of tongues, too. But the one we speak is the one the Holy Spirit grants unto us. And you say, I don't know if I'm baptized in the Holy Ghost or not. Because if you are, you will know. And you want that baptism. Please come forward. If there's anyone. If there's not, fine. You want the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Please come forward. The Lord, I told you the Lord gave me three assignments. I've done the first one. Now those of us that gave our lives to Christ... Please come forward. If you, are, if you gave your life to Christ this afternoon, come forward. And if you are in the house, you know you are not baptized in the Holy Spirit. Come forward. We are going to, I'm going to pray, pray with you. I surrender I surrender I surrender all unto thee Oh, 
before I begin to pray with my sister, we're not going to take time. We have a few things we want to do this morning. If you are here, you don't speak in tongues and you wish you could. Because when you are baptized in the Holy Spirit, the manifestation that we know is to speak in tongues. You want to, please join us in front as the choir continues to lead us. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Malboro Kotolia Irosotole Andragavo Izimalia Katoleke Keriba Handa Imbra Sutule Enda Itragavo I surrender Iramaska Koryamashatalia Unto thee my blessed Savior, I surrender. Continue singing. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Um, those of us in front, I want us to listen to me. It is the Holy Spirit that gives the utterance. But you have to open your mouth to speak whatever utterance is given unto you. It may, your, your utterance may not flow like mine. It took time. But you have got to be open to the touch of the Holy Spirit. That is very important. You yield yourself to the Holy Spirit to do what the Holy Spirit alone can do. I'm going to pray with you. You may start speaking in tongues here. Oh, it may be at a later point. The Spirit of God will do what He wants to do. And it's never be glorified in your lives. Amen? So when I begin to pray with you, I will pray with us individually. Just yield yourself and speak as the Lord gives you utterance. Now, I want us all, those of us that are here, say after me. Uh, can you please hold on? I want you all to say after me. Say, Lord Jesus. Now you have got to open your mouth to speak. Say, Lord Jesus. I thank you for such a time as this. I yield myself to you in totality from the crown of my head to the sole of my feet. Take hold of me. Move in me. Move through me. Holy Spirit, glorify Jesus. I'm not hearing you. Say, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit. Glorify, Jesus. glorify Jesus in my life, in my life. Today. today. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Now, quiet, you can continue. I'm going to pray with us one by one, individually, and the Lord will do what the Lord wants to do, and His name will be glorified. 
in front. When I'm praying for you, don't pray. Amen? Don't, don't be talking and say, no. Open your heart to what the Spirit of God is releasing into your heart. If, because I'm praying for you to speak in tongues. Right? When you are busy talking, talking, you will not, that outflow will be hindered. Am I making sense? So, it's not the time for you to start, uh, I mean, talking. No. The Holy Spirit wants to flow out through you. But you've got to allow him. Amen? He will give you a word. And so, that's, it's that word. That word that, uh, that should come out of your mouth. Do you understand what I'm saying? You know what it means when I'm speaking in tongues, right? Uh-huh. Not you trying to... Uh, pray, tell God, no, 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 you have not offended God. He wants to take it to a higher level. Amen? But, but you need to let him flow out through you. You need to let him speak through you. So when I'm praying for you, what you should speak out is that utterance that is being given unto you. Now, if you don't, uh, if, you, if you are not, and of course, I know many of us, when we are prayed for, we are given the utterance, but for one reason or that, we don't speak, don't worry. You will flow later. But as if the Holy Spirit is bringing up any utterance in you, do what? Speak. And His name will be glorified. I'm going to pray for you again. Do you understand what I'm saying? Amen. Father, I pray for your son. Pray for him. Let me be a divine release. Let me be a divine unction. Give him utterance right now. In the name of Jesus. Give him utterance right now, oh Lord. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' name. Father, I pray for your daughter. Lord, you will touch from the throne of grace. Let her be a divine release. 
I decree a release, a losing of the tongues in the name of Jesus. A losing of the tongues in the name of Jesus. Itakuma shatale andaria. Iprasotonea imragaba ushkate. Father be glorified. Lord be glorified in Jesus' name. Father, I pray for your daughter. There will be a divine impartation. There will be a divine impartation in the name of Jesus. There will be a divine release. Father, let me be release in the name of Jesus. Let me be release right now in the name of Jesus. Yes, flow, flow. Yes, flow. Go ahead, go ahead. Speak it out, speak it out. Speak it out and let the name of glorified. Go ahead, speak out. Speak out. Continue. Continue, speak out, speak out, continue. Continue speaking, continue speaking. Don't stop, don't stop, don't stop, don't stop. You don't understand what you are saying. The Lord knows, the Lord knows. Father, in the name of Jesus, touch your son. Touch your son. Give him all trust. Give him all trust. Right now, in the name of Jesus. Let me divine release. Every bone I declare, every yoke, I declare broken in the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Father, you will touch us on. Lord, you will touch us on. Father, let be a divine unction. A divine unction. A divine unction. Right now, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Father, you touch your daughter in the name of Jesus. Lord, touch your daughter in the name of Jesus. Flow, let an outflow of your spirit and outflow of your power in the name of Jesus. Mayekali Mahandaria, Iprosotoria, Ezima Lima Catole Indaria, Iprosotuni and the Hiragabo, Father Totorota right now, in the name of Jesus, Megarabo Sotoria, Iprosicali and the Itragabo, Maboshata Irakatolia, Iprosotole and Ragabo, Iprosotole and Ragabo, Iprosotole and Ragabo, Ezima Rabasicali Mahandaria. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. But I pray for your son that you will touch him, that you will touch him, 
that you will touch him, that you will touch him. Let there be a divine release. Let there be a divine release right now in the name of Jesus. Go and find him in the side. Thank you, Heavenly Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I have prayed with all of us. I know one or two of us have begun to, uh, to, to speak. Don't try to understand what you are saying. You are not manufacturing it. The Spirit of God is speaking through you. Now, I want you all to open your mouth and begin to speak. Open your mouth and speak. Whatever utterance the Lord is giving unto you, open your mouth and pray. Open your mouth and speak. Open your mouth and speak. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Father, I commit this your children into your hands. There will be a divine confirmation. And let your name be glorified. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. God bless you. You can go back to your seat. Can go back to your seat. And the last assignment the Lord gave to me for today, if there's anyone here that is sick that needs, remember, Peter says, silver and gold I have not. What I have I give unto you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. If you are here and you are sick, you need the healing touch of God, please come forward. Very briefly, we are going to pray. Very briefly, we are going to pray. Marebo, Skianda, Hitragabo. E prosima ushkate. Thank you, Father. Mazike bo shata like mundaria. E prosikali ushkatalian dragabo. Yes, Lord, you will do what you alone can do. And your name shall be glorified. Ezima lima ushkate. Malmosi kakurba kashatalia e prosoto. E prosikali manda itragabundoria. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Jeremiah said, Heal me, O Lord, and I shall be healed. Heal me, O Lord, and I shall be healed. Let that be your heart cry now. You've come before the Lord, not before me. Not before me. I said like, 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 uh, like Peter said, silver and gold I have none. But what I have I give unto you. In the name of Jesus Christ, you will receive your healing. So you've come to meet him. I'm going to just pray with us individually, very simply. I'm just going to tell you to do what? To receive your healing. Makerebo shatalinda itragabo. Iprosatorianda itragabo. Marebos. But open yourself to, to the living God. Let him touch you. Let him do what he wants to do. Because that which men have declared insufficient, God will tell you you have in abundance. He will tell you you have in abundance. And I know the Lord is speaking to someone. Amen. You see, brethren, I want to tell you one thing. We all want to have testimonies. Is that not so? How can you have testimony if there's no problem? Is it possible? Can you have testimony if there's no problem? So don't fight God. Can you tell your neighbor, don't fight God? 
Ah, why is my own like this? Ah, if you know how um, the other person is, you will thank God for your own. Is somebody with me? I believe in 1 Corinthians is chapter 1 that says that you go through some things because God wants to make you a testimony. Now, if God wants to make you a testimony, it means you will pass through it and you will look back and say, thank God. Are you with me? That's a word for someone. The Lord will heal you today in Jesus' name. Amen. Your testimony will be permanent in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Heavenly Father. You can continue with your song. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Receive your healing in the name of 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 Jesus. So shall it be. It is done in Jesus' name. It is done in Jesus' name. You can go back to your seat. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Receive your healing in the name of Jesus. Manda irima ushkate. Receive your healing in the name of Jesus. Amen. I want to encourage someone here today. Next Sunday is our Thanksgiving service. What the Lord has done for you today, you will see clearly that it is done. This week, come give your testimony next Sunday. Amen. Some of us, what the Lord has done for us, the testimony is not now because it's it. I mean, and I know what I'm saying. At the fullness of time, all will see, and His name will be glorified. He has done it, and you will have a glorious testimony in Jesus' name. Remember that on Friday we have our night vigil, it's at 10 p.m., and the theme is. The resurrection power. Let's come together to pray. And the Lord will meet with us in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.